Okay. Uh, yeah. Hang on. Let me. T- um, I'm out at my uh my my grandma's trailer. Um, I gotta. Here, let me see if the the text will go through. And you you there's a long long moment, but eventually the text message does come through, and you have uh you have a pin. Okay, I got you. I'll I'll be there in like how long is it? How far away from here is it? I don't really know the. Uh. So. Uh, your GPS is telling you um, that it should only be about 20 minutes. Ooh. Okay. Uh, uh, you're at the trailer, um, and nobody else is there, right? Uh, my, 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 my grandma's here. Okay, okay. Uh, just, just stay where you are, and uh, uh, stay with your grandma, and, you know, like, maybe if there's a back room away from the door, go in there. I'll be I'll be there in a bit, and uh, if if you need to call call the police, call my dad. He'll get animal control. I mean, they have they have trent guns. As I'm saying all of this, I'm starting walking. So like, if any of all you want a ride, and like I'll lean over and just be like, if all of you want a ride back, uh, get in the car. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, hold. Where where are we going? Uh, the, the things are at, at, at Clara's house, or at her grandma's house. We gotta go. Oh, shit. Is, All right, yeah, let's go. Who is Clara? Uh, she, I mean, like, she's not... Uh, hold on a second, Claire. Uh, uh, so she's, like, a girl that I knew in this class, and then, then like, uh, she's pretty cool, like, honestly, but she's just been having some problems, and she's the reason we were out here checking for the dogs, because, like, she saw them, and, uh, we were just making sure... But they're back again, so I, uh, and, you know, like, I'll, I'll, she's gonna call my dad, and we're gonna, they're gonna do that. Uh, well, we gotta go over there, though, because, like, maybe we can scare them off with the car. It'll be fine. Like, but she, they're in, they're in their, their motorhome, you know what I mean? Like, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, I, I kind of imagine we're having this conversation as we're moving towards the car. And, like, as, as we're going, Fletcher is just like, I mean, I, I appreciate the gravity of the situation, but, like... I, I don't mean to be rude, but this doesn't... I, I do need a ride home, but this doesn't exactly sound like my problem. Cool. Well, then you can get a ride home after I'm done helping my friend. I'm like, I push the car into gear. <laughs> like, Stan, Stan doesn't take it ser- Like, he takes friends seriously. Yeah, I mean, friends. that's fair enough, I suppose. Beggars can't be choosers. I mean... <laughs> We're just, we're not going to get out of the car, right? If that doesn't work, we're going to call, like, I don't know, animal control or something. This just, this just doesn't seem like a good idea. 
Claire, no, Claire's gonna, she's gonna call the cops too, but like, we're probably closer, honestly. So I'm just gonna go there with the jeep and like, you know, if, if they're animals, we can scare them off with the horn. Or Is it, is it an actual enclosed jeep or is it a cloth top jeep? <laughs> I don't know, I think we should roll for that <laughs> <laughs> Because this, what what your answer is will very seriously affect how comfortable Harper is with this situation. <laughs> I mean, stands from stands from California, right? It's yeah. probably a cloth. It's a cloth top jeep. It's a cloth top jeep. Yeah. That tracks real accurately. Yeah. Harper is not good with this. Harper does not like this plan. <laughs> Unfortunate, you should probably not get in the car. But uh-huh. um, yeah, so yeah, Stan's plan is just like most animals won't go, won't like, will run from a vehicle. They'll either freeze or they'll get away. You make loud noise. You have lights. You you're bigger than them. They're more sca- scared of you than they they uh, you are of them. Like we'll just if this is just a bunch of white dogs that are like you know sick or something like they'll 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 leave they'll get sick. isn't that true about anything that your friend and her grandma have at their house too like no like they have lights and they have things they could like check at the dogs like why are, just, are they going to be scared of the car and not what your friends can do to them i mean it's her and her grandma and to like i think she would have told me if they had like a shotgun there like you know like they're not it's it's her and her her grandma, you know what I mean, like in a mobile home. The who want who wants to leave the house to go scare off the dogs? You don't leave the house. You open the door and chuck something at it. I'm sorry. Is this is this a normal situation here? Do you have a lot of wild dog attacks? I mean, I don't know. Do you? No, but, I mean, if you're going to be out in the woods and you've got to scare off an animal, like, yeah, just, like, make some noise or, like, throw something at it. Well, no, see, I did an entire episode on this uh, called Howling Mad, right? It's it's kind of a mess around here. So there's all sorts of stuff out in the woods. It makes all sorts of weird howling noises. And there's, like, I basically analyzed and broke down, like, the intimidation factor of each kind of howl or scary type of noise that the thing in the woods would make trying to categorize them, right, so we could figure out how to, you know, properly scare them off. And I think Stan's on to something here. I think uh, the decibel of the car engine and the horn and whatnot will probably uh, scare them away if they're a big dog or something like that. Now, right, if they're fine, like werewolves or fine. something, now we got problems, right? Because, well... Can I just say, your ability to apply the scientific method in exactly the wrong way is astounding. Well, no, you, you gotta, you, what you gotta do, look, you find your conclusion, you work your way back, right? I, no, I don't think that's how that works. Like, your, like, your middle steps are spot on. Everything else is, is very wrong. Look, listen, look, you listen to the episode, you let me know how it plays out for you. It's about three hours long, I can give you a copy on CD, alright? I, I will definitely do that. Just descends into awkward silence in the car. <laughs> I completely forgot about Clara. Is she still on the phone while I'm driving? You hear some sound in the background, um, and uh, eventually she says, "Hey, I'm gonna um, you try to get a cop on the other line. Um, call your dad. Yeah. Uh, call uh, animal control. Um, yeah. See what we could do. They're they're not. I'm looking at them. It's like they're not 
real closey. They're just they're they're kind of but they're like I'm I'm seeing them like I'm definitely seeing them. They're they're real. I didn't. Sorry, it's just getting a little weird out here, and that's about when her uh, signal starts to break up. Okay, well, that's not a normal animal attack thing. I'm sure it's not the animals. I'm sure it's just something with her connection. Yeah, that's like a West Virginia thing out here, man. That's why I got this, like, brick of a GPS. Like, don't it don't fail because I paid $300 for it. Not whatever that, like, smartphone thing is. Oh, my sweet summer I child. Mean, smartphones <laughs> cost a lot more than $300, but go off, I guess. Well, yeah, of course, so you get all the other features, but, like, this is just a GPS. Why Why is it just, this is out of character, why does it have, like, 70s and 80s tech, and, like, maybe early 90s tech, and, like, everything else? Because, I mean, he has, a, the man has a podcast. <laughs> Eddie has a top-of-the-line, like, military-grade GPS receiver. Yeah, because he's um, off the grid, man. Those are, like, oh, those literally okay. cost, like, $300. Yeah, those literally cost, like, $300. Okay. They're made by Garmin. Uh, they are pretty robust when it comes to actually tracking a location and definitely work where there's no cell phone reception. Just saying, map and compass is the only way to truly go off the grid. Speaking of off the grid... You know, probably you're, you're you're driving pretty fast. You can manage to cut some time off, um, cutting it pretty close around some of the uh, tight mountain bends, and you eventually make it out to the road that uh, your GPS is saying should be where Clara's grandma's trailer is. Indeed, if you have any sort of like, uh, if you have any sort of like Google Maps uh, like overhead view. You, you pretty abruptly uh, cross over into black and white photos that you're pretty sure were taken by a Russian spy satellite sometime in the 60s. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, let's, uh, we're, we're at the place now then. Uh, so you are on the road, okay. and you can see uh, to one side of the road uh, the forest comes right up to the edge and then on the other side there is sort of a some kind of rolling hills with a large farm and then a uh, small little cul-de-sac of trailers on the hillside with a kind of a gravel driveway heading up towards them eddie turns on his handheld digital camera okay are there any signs of the dogs or as we drive up, like, as we go up the road towards the... You don't immediately see any side of them. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I guess, pull up in front of the trailer that we know is is Clara's and her, her grandmother's and, uh, like, just kind of look around and be like, hey, there's, uh, is this area well lit? Not terribly. There's, um, a light on outside of one of the trailers the one that you see you you think that you recognize uh Clara's car okay parked outside of it um there are another two trailers nearby though they don't have any porch lights on um besides that there is uh just a light over a barn in the distance and then there is a street light a little ways down the road and my headlights type of thing okay so uh, in the back there, there's, uh, 
here's like a, a bat and a, a, a flashlight. Could you could you could you toss that to me? Yeah, here you go. You're not getting out of the car, are you? I I mean, like, you know, I'm going to try to give her a call again, but if there was a signal problem, I don't think she's going to pick up. Like, the whole point is to get her and her grandma out, like, somewhere safe, because these things were chasing people the other night. Like, this is not a safe place to be. Eddie, like, reaches over and leans on the horn. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, but it's just a dog, right? It's not going to be able to get in... It's a pack of dogs. Like, have you seen what a pack of dogs can do if they're, like, a wild pack of dogs? Are they going to break into their trailer? I have no idea. Have you ever seen Jurassic Park? Have you ever seen a raccoon? They'll get in. They're smaller. Yeah, raccoons have, like, hands. I mean, the needle. Not like dog paws. In this situation, the, the metaphor needle is oscillating wildly. I'd just like to point out. I'm just saying, my friend's scared. She doesn't want to be in here anymore. I have a car. I'm here to get her away from this situation. Are we going to fit your friend and her grandmother in this Jeep? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Yes. I mean, it is a cloth top. (laughs) So while they are having this discussion, Eddie, you notice out of the corner of your eye while you're leaned over uh, and uh, honking the horn... Out across the adjacent field, there are these large, round bales of hay. And you think you see something, like, run between two of them. It it sticks out at you because it's so comparatively bright against the darkness. It's this, this sort of pale blur. Yo, what the hell was that? Kind of points towards the uh, hell bays. And is uh, filming into the... Hail Bays. We're keeping yeah. it. <laughs> that, that's right. Um, yeah, Hail Bay. Like the... When you date... Yo, what the hell was that? <laughs> that's... Hail Bay. Do you, all, do you all see that? With some sort of like weird shiny thing running between the bays of hail over there. Stan moves... Will like, you know, three-point turn the car towards that and just shine the headlights on it. I don't see anything, Eddie. I swear, I, I saw something over there. It's run, like running. Hello? Maybe it's a dog squatch. That's not the same as a dog squatch. That's <laughs> silly. Suddenly, Fletcher, you also see one of these shapes. I was like, that's very good. <laughs> I, uh, okay. He's got to get back at us about Scottish at some point. So. No, yeah, no, I... I I saw it that time. I yep, that's a that's a that's a thing. That's a that's a very that's a thing out there. What what does it look like? Uh, very fast, very white, probably the dog. More reason why you should not get out of the car. Listen okay, so we beep the horn again, like you know, like the standard beep 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 beep. Is it, is anything coming up on the phone? You try calling Clara, but it's like there's... You don't even hear a ring, you just hear just, like, weird static. Sound you've never heard a cell phone make before. I have it on speaker, because, you know, you're supposed to do handless in the car when driving. Safety first. Safety first. (laughs) Also, I'm a sheriff's or a sheriff deputy's son, so, you know, not getting murdered by my father is a good idea. Yeah, that's not a sound that's supposed to make. 
Uh, hold, hold on a second. Let me check something out. And Eddie reaches into his bag, uh, kind of holding the camera with one hand in that weird shaky cam kind of way. Uh, that, that's going to be all the footage. And I pull out of my small little... Um, yeah, I think I have a side fanny pack. Why the hell not? Um, and I pull out of that uh, EMF detector. Like, oh, if your cell phones are going wonky, let me see if this thing does anything. Click it on. Uh, how are you using the EMF detector? The, so the, here's the here's the here's the here's the, here's the here's the reason why I ask is so the way that most archetypal ghost hunters use their EMF detectors, you know, like wait, waving it around like it's a tricorder. Yes, that that that's going to show all kinds of weird, crazy fluctuations. If you want to get good readings, like accurate readings from it, you actually have to set it down someplace and let it do its thing for a bit. Just going to go out on a limb here and suggest that it's possible Eddie may not be using it the correct way. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that's kind of my question. It's like, what is, tell me more about Eddie Fangor's EMF detector uh, technique. Well, everything I know about hunting ghosts, I learned from that episode of Ghost Facers, which was actually in an episode of Supernatural. So, okay, with that in mind, um, I can, I can, I can tell you um, that the EMF detector is detecting some really wild and crazy stuff here, man. You never seen anything like oh, this. Oh man, it's some really wild and crazy stuff here, man. I've never seen anything like this. It's, it's off the scale. It just kind of like holds it up in the air. I think he bought. I think he bought one of these off of eBay like just recently, and this is his first time really using it out here. Yeah, sure. What does it? What does it mean? What does any well, of it mean? Yeah. Oh well, you, you know the the, the more uh, the more buttons that light up, the more spooky shits around you. I I'm almost positive that's not how that works. No, no, that's 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 what it says on the box. I suppose, the, the, the in the interest of fairness, I'm not a hundred percent sure that's not how it works. I mean, I feel like this is all weird. I don't know what's up with my phone. I'm. T- Listen, just give me the bat from the back, and I'll I'll go see if they're okay, and if they still want to get out of here, and then we can leave. Like, I'll leave the keys in the car, it'll be fine. I don't think I can, see, like, responsibly give you this bat and let you go out there where there are, I don't know, ghost dogs, apparently? There's definitely ghost dogs out there. Stan, come on, it's just, let's just wait for the cops to show up. Like, I just, I'm having a really bad feeling about this. Yeah. Let's just stay in the I car. I think Harper's got the right idea. I don't know if she actually called my dad, and I apparently can't call him now either because my phone's doing weird shit. Do you want to check yours? Well, like, we're, we're here. Clearly, you know, the, like, everything looks like it's okay. Let's just, they're in their trailer, we're in the car, Everybody's safe right now. Let's just keep it that way. I do check my phone. What are you trying to get from your phone? Uh, do I have signal? You do have signal. It's not great signal, but you do have signal. Can I try dialing 911? You can. You put that in, and sure enough, you also just start getting... Like, you hear it start to ring, but it's almost, like, distant and tinny and distorted. And there is, like, you hear, you think you hear somebody pick up the phone, but if they're, if they're talking to you, it's not in a language you understand. Well, I've got, yeah, no luck here either. Harper, do you have yours, like, is yours working? 
Uh, I mean, and Harper will dig out her phone and check what what's going on. Oh, yeah, you, you have signal. Cool. Then the first thing I'm going to try to do is call 911. You actually hear your phone ring seemingly very clearly several times. Then the line picks up. Though you don't immediately hear anybody actually on the other end. It seems like there's some sort of muffled conversation going on in the room wherever this particular phone picked up. Almost like you're you're on speakerphone in a room somewhere. Um Hello? Is this we're we're trying to get hold of the police department? Is that where this call reached? Slowly but surely, the murmuring starts to become clearer, and you realize that you've heard snippets of this conversation before, as you clearly hear over the line, right before it goes dead, what's happening to him? Well, what did they say? I... I don't know. It... Something is wrong. I really think we need to just get out of here. I'm not leaving without them. They they called me for help, all right? Like, if especially if they can't call the cops, like I'm not gonna just leave right here. I'm give me the bat. Give me the bat and the and the the light and I'll I'll just go check the door. Okay, fine, but you're not going by yourself. I'll go along with you. Aw, Scottish Daddy, you do care. Well, Leave the keys, and if something happens, maybe we can at least hit it with the car, okay? Okay, just, like, one, don't kill a dog with my baby. My car is my baby, and it's just, I don't want to wash dog. I mean, like, scare him, yeah, absolutely. Rabbit dogs and all that, I, uh, but just... Okay, just... And would you rather go to the car wash or would you rather deal with a rabid dog bite? Leave me your keys. I'm getting in the driver's seat. Okay, fair. I, I do I do hate needles okay. in the stomach. All right. <laughs> uh, Eddie's going to keep filming from the back, or from the passenger seat. Priorities. <laughs> Gotta keep that camera running Gotta at all costs. Gotta keep the camera costs. running at all costs. Harper, are you uh, getting in the front seat, in the driver's seat? Oh, yeah. Okay, 100%. Harper is ready to, like, I don't want to say Harper would bail on you, but Harper would 100% bail on you. <laughs> I kind of felt that, yeah. <laughs> would you hail, would you hail bay on us? <laughs> I would hail bay on you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Dope>. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> don't disappoint Scottish daddy. I'm always disappointed, cop. That's my secret. <laughs> uh. All right. Um, yeah, so Stan's going to get out, uh, leave the keys in the car running, and take the flashlight and the uh, the baseball bat and just go go to the, the door and look, like, knock, basically, just to see. Clara! Yeah. Hey, Clara, it's, it's Stan! Uh, Fletcher doesn't have anything, but he's just going to kind of, like, lope around the car and, and just sort of keep an eye out in the direction that we saw the the white shapes, just to, to keep an eye out, basically. You see 
through this kind of haze that's hanging over everything. More of these shapes moving between the hay bales. You actually see at what looks like at least three or four of them. And it does look like they are slowly getting closer. Um, Stan? Stan? Bang, bang, bang. You're, Clara! You, Clara! You're going to want to hurry up. You're going to want to go faster. Uh, try the door, I guess. Uh, so as you are starting to rattle the door handle, uh, Clara yanks it open. Uh, oh, sorry, Stan, I, 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 I thought, I thought I heard you. Was that your horn? Yeah, yeah, you, listen, weird things happening. You should just get your grandma, let's get, get out of here, we'll, we'll send up animal control, they'll clear no, out I know, I know, I just, sorry, it just, I thought, sorry, when did I call you? Like, 20 minutes ago, a little less. Sorry, I thought you'd, I thought you'd forgotten. It feels like it's been hours. It feels like it's been hours? Sorry, it's a little, it's a little, you should, you should come in. Sorry, I'm trying to get my grandma to leave. Stan, we really shouldn't wait. Let's just get, get in the car and I'll, I'll get them out to their car. They got, they got another car right here. We'll, we'll get grandma in and we'll, we'll head out. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Like just, just get in the car. And I, uh, I'd like enter the, the room and, uh, and, and say, all right, like, let's just, let's just like, you know, maybe she's having a moment, but we'll just get her out of here. You know, is there anybody else in the in the area right now? Like, should we should we warn anybody else? Uh, no, sorry, no. The neighbors are on uh vacation. I think. Sorry, I'm sorry. We should get my grandma. She's she doesn't want she doesn't want to leave. Uh, and she's having some trouble breathing. I've been trying to convince her to to get in the car. I tried calling nine one one. I think, but. I couldn't get I couldn't get through and then and then my friend Adam called me and he was talking real weird and I Well let's let's just get your grandma and you can tell me about it on the way. Let's so like I'm walking as I go, like towards is she back here? Like Uh yeah, so you walk in and actually the first thing you're actually struck by is actually the, uh, a very strong smell uh as you it's it's, it's rather delicious, uh if a bit pungent. Um, there are a large number of drying herbs, uh, strung up along the walls and ceiling of the trailer. Whoa. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how, how good, uh, Stan's, um, botany is, but there is, it, 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 it smells delicious. Smell, smells very Italian. Yeah. Nice. This is, uh... Rosemary, thyme, like oregano. Okay, yeah. All right, let's just just uh, where where is she? And uh, can I actually read a bad situation here? Sure, go ahead. Uh, let's do them rolls. Um, five. All right, so uh, that is a failure. So go ahead and mark experience. Yay! I do like experience. It's all a trade off. Yeah, it's you're not able to get a real good bead on whatever is happening here. But 
you you are noticing how out of it Clara seems, and it is no. You seem to be totally totally lucid. I'm gonna uh, shove her towards her like her purse in her hands, and just be like, "Listen, I'll go get your grandma. You know, like go get the car started." And, like, get her keys out and shove them in her hands. Like, go go get the car started. We'll get her out of here. It'll be fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, let me go. I'm just... You see her kind of alert looking for her keys. I... Sorry, I'm just not sure if I should drive right now. Just get the car started. I'll, I'll drive. It's fine. Just, kinda. Okay. Just get it started and, and and it'll be fine. Like, go 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 do that. Like... Is there a smell of gas or anything? Like, is there... There's, so there's nothing... Like, I'm just like, man, like, maybe these herbs. Who knows? Uh, yeah, there's no no smell of gas or anything. Alright. Does she leave, like, as I, like, push her to go, like, to the... She does. She does sort of um, step out the door and starts walking over towards uh, her car. Past, past Fletcher. And, uh, yeah, Fletcher, you see her start fumbling in her purse for her keys, but she kind of keeps pausing to look out at the field. So, as a... Not to interrupt Fletcher's thing, but as Eddie's just kind of sitting there and, like, recording and watching this area, can I read about situation for the outside while they're... while Stan's inside dealing with Clara and her grandmother? Go for it. Cool. That way you don't miss that opportunity. That's a 10 plus 1. Okay, so you get to hold 3. Yeah, uh, the first one I'm going to ask immediately, uh, as I'm looking around and checking out that field and looking for more of these ghost doggos, uh, I'm going to ask, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? So as you are looking through your camera lens, getting trying to keep a steady watch out on the field... Occasionally catching passing blurs as these things run from cover to cover. You sort of pass over as you're trying to follow one of these things. You pass over what looks like a figure, a person, standing in the middle of the field. You... Stop and you 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 zoom in on it, trying to see if you can get a better look through your camera lens. And it's it's hard to see because they're they're just backlit by the distant barn light. But he looks very familiar. In fact, for a moment, you would swear that you were looking in a mirror. Uh, yeah, I think Eddie's in the passenger seat with Harper, uh, kind of filming and he just stops you hear the zzz, he's zooming in and like has his face almost pressed against the windshield like eye on the camera um and he just steps back in the seat real quick and goes okay yo what the fuck like i'm pretty sure i just saw myself out in the cornfield so what you saw like medium build white guy out in the cornfield yeah there's a lot of those running around like eddie what are you talking about well number one no that's weird as hell if some even medium build corn guy cornfield dude running around the middle of the night out here that's weird that's just weird but they're like number two look right there right there like and he points at this like little tiny silhouette that's just kind of vague and hard to see yeah i'll I'll show you on the playback 
Uh, actually, by the time that Eddie points uh, and draws Harper's attention to it, it doesn't appear to be there anymore. Well, all right. Well, I saw it. I saw it, okay? Like, it was there a minute ago, and look, it was freaky, okay? It freaked me out. Look, Eddie, you do not need to try to make everything seem creepier than it already is right now. I'm already creeped out. I would rather we just had left in the first place. You don't need to make it worse. Well, I understand from time to time I take a little bit creative liberty on my stuff, but, like, this is not that situation. Okay? Uh, this just, just keep your eyes peeled. There's something, something fucking weird out there, alright? So, want to cut back over to Stan. Uh, you, you, Hedy, you still have two. Fletcher did, Fletcher did need to, uh, he was about to have an interaction, I guess, with Claire. Oh, yeah, sorry. Fletcher, go ahead. Uh, no, no problem. So, so Fletcher would look over at, uh, Clara, who it sounds like is trying to get open the car, but not as hard as she should be. Uh, so yeah, Fletcher is, is, I think Fletcher was about to get back in the car. He's just kind of like, shit, 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 under his breath. Uh, and then he like sees Clara kind of dawdling and is like, ugh. Uh, miss, miss, you should really probably try to hurry. Oh, yeah, so- sorry, sorry. I'm just can't, I'm trying to remember how, uh, I'm just trying to remember how this damn thing works. Not for the love of God. Uh, Fletcher's gonna just sort of like <laughs> try to sprint over to Clara because she apparently doesn't know how to open a car. Scottish, okay. Scottish daddy to the rescue I mean, again. They, they told me Americans were a bit slow, but like, all right, so uh, you run over to the car. What do you do? Uh, I'll just take the keys from her, if I can, and and get the car door open. And I guess just push her in, if I can. Okay. Yeah, you can uh, get, the, get the keys from her. You can unlock the door. Are you putting her in the uh, driver's side or the passenger side? Where was she standing? <laughs> she was standing by the driver's side. I think I'm just going to push her in the car. I think I'm going to push her in the driver's side. Okay. And you shut the door behind her and turn to look back out at the field. And that is when you can start to see what looks like several of these pale shapes actually approaching you. In fact, it seems like they closed a great deal of distance in the short moment that you you had your back turned to them. They're not running at you or anything. They're just kind of there. Yeah, Fletcher, I think, is just going to kind of drop his hands and, and try to appear non-threatening and, and just going to sort of try to try to talk to me like, okay, all right, obviously things are not very normal here. And I maybe don't think you're normal dogs. Maybe we can come to some sort of understanding. They slowly start continuing to creep towards you. They have the basic movement of dogs, but there is something kind of stilted and unnatural about it. Then one of them lifts its snout, and you think something almost like a like a snake tongue comes out of its mouth and just sort of tests the air as it just sort of kind of moves its head from side to side, just flicking out this tongue, you would have to call it. Oh, that's cool. Before they begin to, before they begin to slowly continue approaching I don't you. like that at all, and I think that's enough that Fletcher is going to try to use magic. Okay. 
Uh, so I think almost reflexively, Fletcher is going to kind of like throw his, uh, throw his, his hands up. And I'm going to try to bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature. Uh, I think I'm just going to try to throw up sort of like a barrier around the garage that will stop these things from crossing the line. Okay, sounds good. Okay, let me roll for it. Okay, um, that is a seven. It works imperfectly. Choose your effect and a glitch. So the effect would be par, bar a place or portal to a specific type of creature, these creatures. The glitch is, uh, okay, I pick the glitch. You decide what happens. I'm going to say Fletcher's pretty new to all of this. It has a problematic side effect. Okay, uh, so right, and just describe to me again specifically kind of what your your aim was with this yeah, spell. Yeah, I, I think Fletcher's almost doing this reflexively, so I think it's sort of just your standard sort of light barrier kind of thing. I, I kind of think that's how it looks. It's not really, like, thematic or, or impressive. It's just kind of like the first thing he could think of. Mm-hmm. And so you were trying to to bar, sort of set up a barrier to bar the, the creatures? Yeah, if I'm picturing this correctly, we're in a garage. So I kind of just want to put a thing across the front of the garage, the part that's open to these creatures. Um, sure. Well, I, let's call it kind of a, kind of a carport that you're okay. pulled up, pulled okay. up into. Um, yeah. And so you've got the headlights on into the field. And as you cast this, the lights actually seem to glow a bit brighter, casting out from the opening of the carport. And as it does so, it seems to kind of drive the creatures back ways as they begin to back up and out of the glow. And for a moment, before they retreat back into the shadows, you get a better look at them in the expanded headlights. And you see they are like very thin, looks like wild dogs or coyotes of some kind. But they have this pale, iridescent coat on them that strikes you as very strange and their eyes also don't they're not dark and reflective like you like you would expect uh instead what you briefly see are these totally white cataracts so stan how's it going inside so Stan goes back towards where he assumes the grandmother is, thinking, you know, I'm going to have to, like, deal with an irate grandma who does not want to be forced out of her mobile home at, you know, whatever time of night this is. So that's going to be stressful, but at least at least everybody will be safe. No weird dogs. We'll get animal control out of here, and it, it'll be fine. You know, the the smell of the herbs is a little overpowering, but, you know, whatever's going on with Clara... She's she's fine. She's in the open air. Fletcher's out there. He'll 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 do he'll take care of her, and uh, go back towards where Grandma is. You find Grandma back in the the bedroom of the trailer. There there are, there are two there are two bedrooms, and she is in the one that is further back. And she is sitting on the bed 
Uh, she has a Bible in one hand and an inhaler in the other. Hey, hey, this is Clara's grandmother. I'm Stan. I'm here to take you guys uh, out of here. We uh, we're gonna we're gonna take you uh, and just get you out of here until animal control can come and come and get these these rabid dogs. Like that's that's just not safe to be around. You know, you don't want Clara getting hurt. Uh, we don't want you getting hurt. So we're gonna we're gonna go drive you on Clara's car. And we're gonna we're gonna head out of here until animal control can come round these these things up. Okay. She takes a dose of her inhaler. Uh, she's clearly having some difficulty breathing. Uh, she looks at you and she says, "No, we're no, we can't, we shouldn't leave. We're we're safe in here, ma'am. We're not safe in here. There's a there. Those things are big, and like I've seen animals get into a house before just because they wanted to. Like they've eaten through doors and all. Like you know that's." I mean, I watch a lot of YouTube weird stuff, but like they're they're not acting right, and we should just get out of here. We'll take you. Why don't we take you to the 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 urgent care? I mean, like it sounds like you're having some problems breathing. Let's just get you somewhere safe, yeah. Like it'll be okay. Let's let's go. Come on, I'll, and I'll, like I'm actually going to take her by the arm and like start trying to lead her out of there. Uh, she will follow you. She also seems kind of out of it. Um, and she, she tries to fight you a little bit, but she is, she is in her, you would guess, at least 70s at this point. So you're able to kind of tug her along. As you do, though, no, it's not, not safe out, out there. They, they tried to get in, but they couldn't. They don't like the, they don't like the smell. Smell? You mean the the? Oh yeah, I guess maybe like it'd be hard for dogs. Well, why don't we grab? I'm gonna grab a couple of like the things off the thing, and we'll just be like, I'm just like putting her in her arms as I like also push her away. Like I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We'll bring those with us. It's fine. And like just whatever makes you feel safe. Let's just get in the car. Okay. <laughs> just just get get in the car. Uh. I guess I'll go out first of the doorway, but like kind of like holding her hand and helping her down the steps to get get out. And like, what what do I see as I step down from the door? Uh, so you step down. Uh, you see, it looks like that the uh, Clara's car is on and idling. Clara sitting behind the the wheel. You see Fletcher standing nearby. Uh, you see, it's brighter, actually, than when you first went in. Uh, the headlights of your Jeep are probably doing a number on the battery right now. But it looks like for the moment that you can see these white shapes stalking towards the trailer, but stopping right at the edge of the headlights glow. Okay. And just sort of stalking and pacing. Okay. Okay, and these are these are dog shapes, though. Yes, these are all dog shapes. You are counting probably about six or seven of okay, them. Okay, okay, let's uh, let's get in the car, and I'm like, go. How heavy is she? Because I'm only about a buck fifty. She is a bit heavier set, but you can manhandle her. Okay, yeah. With only with the as long as you're it depends on how how graceful you want to be. 
Stan is is worried about Grace so much as uh, not having old ladies mauled in front of him, or having to fight off a dog with with a bat. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna like you know get her into the car. Uh, I'll uh, like just just sort of like get her manhandled into the car and like signal to Fletcher, like get, get in the car, man, <laughs> like and push like tell Claire to get over. I don't know if she she can manage that, but get over, get over. Like let me just get. I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive. You're not. You're. I don't know what's going on with you guys, but like just get in the car. Yeah. No. Okay. Th- thanks. I'm so. I'm. I'm so. I'm so sorry. I don't. I don't know what's. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Fletcher would sort of call back over shoulder and be like, open the door. Open open the door? The car door. Okay. Open the car door. Okay. She, 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 she opens okay. the car door. Uh, Fletcher, like, backs up with, like, his hands still raised and then sort of at the last possible second just dives into the car, uh, slams the door shut behind him, as I imagine the lights return to normal. Were you doing some weird Scottish... Uh... You know, animals talking, whispering, and like I put it into gear. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Driving us out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way, weird off the the kelpies and all that. All right, Just, that's, that's a Scottish. For thing, the love right? of God, drive. No, so Harper, like I'm saying, like if you look out in that field between that bale of hay, right, like just way out there, you know, I swear. I swear it was out there, Harper, and like you just we'll keep our eyes peeled in that direction, all right? You know, they've got they've got the house covered, so like there shouldn't be anything crazy happening over there. But like I'm serious, there's like some, some doppelgangers or some shit out in that in that cornfield. Like some children of the corn, but like full grown adults. I guess adults of the so corn. So you see Oh shit, they're driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, if we hear and then see the fact that they're driving the car, we're go- I'm Harper is going to be like, oh, uh, I I guess we're leaving. Okay, great. Um, Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so, uh, Stan, where are you going? I think Stan, being a cop's kid, is going to go back into town towards the, the station and see if we can't talk to my dad about getting, like, animal control out there. Uh, especially before anybody else comes home. Like, that was that was six dogs. Six wild dogs acting like they were hunting. That is... Gotta be rabies or some, that's something. That's something. All right, and Harper, you're following them? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna follow uh, wherever it is Stan's driving, because I'm driving his car. Like, kind of have to return it, in theory. I mean, I, mean, I guess, technically. So, you are heading back... The way you came, uh, twisting down this one-and-a-half-lane-ish mountain road. And Harper, as you are following behind, you see their taillights round a bend, a pretty sharp turn, and you make the turn after them, and you see someone standing in the road directly in front of you. What do you do? Slam on the brakes. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, act under pressure, please. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no. That is not one of Harper's strengths. I think I I'm sorry did. to have to mention, uh, you are also going to be making this rule, uh, this roll at minus one cool. No! Okay. That's a four altogether. 
That's less than a seven. That is less than a seven. Excuse me while I mark. I get to mark experience for that. You do. So the last thing you see is this person standing in the middle of the road that couldn't have been there before in the amount of time that you saw. Like, you can still see the headlights from Clara's car, like, out at the end end of this stretch of road before the next turn. But in this moment that you are swerving and slamming on the brakes to try and avoid this person, you see them clearly in the headlights of the Jeep. And it's you, dressed in your scrubs from work, covered in blood. And then you crash. Uh, The Jeep jumps the ditch and goes careening into the woods beyond. Um, You barely manage to stop it before it slams into a tree, instead swerving on the foliage and digging yourself into the mud. Oh, God. Um, Are you... Are you okay? Yeah, I think I think I'm good. Are you good? Are you good? I I'm all right. Did you did you see the person in the road? You saw them, right? Uh, actually, that's a good question. Did Eddie see just a silhouette, or did he see himself, or did he see Harper? Eddie saw something, but didn't get a good look at them. Yeah, I saw one of those like adult children in the corn out in the road, just boom out of nowhere. Like holy shit, my heart's going like a thousand beats a minute. <sighs> Good, uh, good move on dodging that tree, though. That would have been a fucking bad night, right? Uh, what the hell is that? This... This is going to sound strange, but I... It looked like it was me. It looked like it was me standing in the road, covered in blood. Awesome serious stuff right there. I think I might have gotten it on film, though. So, we get a chance to calm down, we can take a look at that later, right? I mean, what... I mean, hey, doppelgangers, right? Like, that's some scary shit. Can, can we can we reverse and get out of here? Or are we just like, oh, we might be stuck. Yeah, Harper's going to try to, like, back up or go forward with the Jeep. Uh, you try to reverse, but you can feel yourself sinking into the mud. All right, hey, look, I think we're going to... We're going to have to hoof it into town. I mean, maybe we can call someone and... Get, like, a truck or get someone to come pick us up? We're still kind of a ways away out of town, like... I'm with you. When I get some bars, I'll give Stan a call and ask him to turn around, but, uh... Do I... Can I do a... Maybe, like, a perception roll of some kind to see if I notice that their headlights are no longer behind me? Uh, you do notice once you have gotten a ways further down the road, uh, you notice that you're not seeing their headlights behind you and it's starting to strike you as strange. Uh, I'm going to tell Fletcher, like, I don't see them. Do you see them? Did did we lose them by accident? Does she know where she's going? I don't see them, no, but I, I would assume they know how to get home, right? I mean, they're local. I mean, but they're, they, they don't know where I'm going, they and that's my car. Route. And, uh, like, we they, they definitely made it out of the, the community, right? Like, they were out of that, that area? I was a bit distracted. Uh, I'm, do you want to turn around? Yeah, I mean, they're not, those things aren't following us that we can see. So let's just, 
Yeah, do you have any bars on your phone? We should really call my dad and just, like, maybe he can send somebody up there. I'll see if my phone situation is any better, but I bet it's not. Um, yeah, I will, uh, I guess I'll just, like, do a very calm U-turn because I don't have the feeling of being chased anymore. And, uh, turn around. Very sensible three-point turn on this two-lane road. <laughs> a very se- a very sensible three-point turn. Yeah, do one and a half-ish. Two, two, two is being charitable. More, 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 more than one would not go so far as to say two. Lane is being um, So we're going to go turn around and I'll just be like, hey, you know, like, let's just go make sure. Let's just take a look real quick. All right. Back of the Jeep. What are you guys doing? Okay. Maybe, maybe we should at least walk up back up to the road and see if they turned around or if anyone else is driving by. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on that. Uh, and he starts like grabbing his backpack and kind of uh, grabbing whatever else he can out. The half thing of pizza rolls that he has and grabbing that and just, all right, let's, uh, let's get up to the road. You hop out of the Jeep. Uh, fortunately, it looks like there's uh, not too much damage. It rides pretty high, so it didn't uh, take too many dings uh, jump, jumping the ditch. And you... Walk back out to the road to search for any sign of uh, Stan's headlights. And, Harper, as you do, you realize walking out into the road, trying to get your bearings, that you are standing under one of the only sources of illumination in the area. A single flickering orange streetlight. Cryptid Community College is a Live from the Apocalypse production. Our audio producers are Aaron Daggermanjan and Brendan Sherlock. Soundtrack provided by Matan Uchen. Find them on Twitter at SadTitled. You can follow the show, as well as our other productions, at Live from the Apoc on Twitter, at Live from the Apocalypse on Instagram, and on twitch.tv slash Live from the Apocalypse. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with your friends. A big thank you to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next class.